My name is Andy Griffiths, and you can find me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. And Andy is looking blurry. He's sounding weird. <laughs> and uh, Andy usually cancels on me, you know, at least once a month. And he's like, eh, you know. And time. it's funny because, like, uh, um, every time he cancels, it's, you know, for a good reason. Like, kids are sick, or his wife is out of town, and he has to take care of stuff. Things like that. This time, a couple of days ago, I'm like, hey, are we recording like we supposed to tomorrow? Because I'm always checking now because it's not like I could just <laughs> assume. And then uh, he's like, nope. And I'm like, are you sick? Nope. Is your wife out of town? Nope. So what's up? He's like, I'm in Austria. And I'm, I'm like, what? Austria? Austria or whatever. And then he's like, yep. So explain to people... First of all, you live in Europe. If you guys yep. are new to the program, welcome. Uh, Andy and I live in two different parts of the world. I live in Claremont, California, United States. Andy lives in <laughs> the UK. And um, But yeah, so you were in Austria? So I was what in Vienna, Austria, which is not a million miles away from the UK. It's only a hop over the channel, a uh, quick flight, 90-minute flight, two, no, two-and-a-half-hour flight. Um, and it was to Mark, a very good friend of mine's impending marriage. So it was a little bit like a bachelor party over in the UK. We call them a stag do or a stag, stag weekend or something like that. And, um, his brother lived in Vienna. So we hopped on a plane, went to Vienna. We did some VR. We took a, uh, like cable car up to a mountain uh about 1600 meters tall mountain which was amazing um and yeah it was really odd because we were all like so traditionally when you think of a bachelor party or a stag party or a stag do stag weekend whatever you think that people drink a lot but everyone on the group was like 40 plus so we didn't drink that much it wasn't much debauchery it was mainly just like let's go have a beer and chat in a pub and have some pork knuckle that was kind of the main vibe of it um so yeah it was definitely different to what i'm used to uh Wait, i was what? the best man so i so i organized everything um and uh that was that was my my friend's request so that's what we did um and yeah it was uh it was good it was nice and chill nice responsible well as what do you mean not what you're used to so andy what are you used to in this situation <laughs> so traditionally Stag do's are kind of ritualistic humiliation of the of the of the groom or the the husband to be right, and we kind of didn't do that because there's a couple of reasons. One, my friend has already had a stag do from me, so he kind of knows what to expect. And two, we're just too old, man. We're just too old. Like you can do this stuff when you're like twenty. 
or when you're 30 but when you're 40 you're just like yeah we 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 got some novelty hoodies that 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 was probably as wild <laughs> as we got um and we did and we did something called room scale virtual reality which is absolutely nuts so um there's a place called zero latency in vienna which is um I mean, it was quite a geeky one, to be honest, uh, <laughs> right? as you can probably imagine. Um, and we basically strapped on some headsets. We booked two sessions at half an hour each. And the way it works is that you get handed like a <laughs> like a giant gun with buttons on it. But it's obviously it's not a real gun. It's like plastic molded. And then you take a step into a room and then they give you like a headset that's completely untethered. So you're not attached to anything. And then you go through a few scenarios. Like to give you an idea of how big this room is, it's literally like, God, it's like a school hall stroke. Like it's a hangar almost. Like you could fit an airplane in it. Like it's absolutely massive. Um, and basically it's always shooty shooty kind of activities. So the first one we tried was like a Far Cry thing where you're shooting like pirates. And the second one was a zombie apocalypse thing where they take you through narrow hallways. And there's there's four, there was four of us and there can be a maximum of eight. Um, and that was really gnarly. That was really, really cool. Like I'd never done any room scale virtual reality stuff before, but it's really cool because you're, you know, there's no warping around in the room. If you want to go to a location, you have to walk to that location. And the game basically intelligently figures out where like, okay, if we put them through here, like you never walk into a wall, you can see where the other people of your group are at all times. And if you get too close to them, it kind of like tells you you're getting too close. Um, but yeah, that was really, really cool. Um, yeah. That that was like the top line summary, I guess. Um, all right. So... But I couldn't, we, we couldn't really record for obvious reasons because I was, I was either, I was in various stages of, of tiredness. Um, but yeah, it was, it was still cool. All right. So, so what do you mean you already did one for him? Uh, so he previously got married um, ah. uh, like a, a, a decade or so ago. Um, and that was, you know, that was good. Um, but this time things have changed. <laughs> so <laughs> we've all gotten older. He's a dad now. We were all dads in the group of various ages. And we we're just like, Do you know, I, I talking to everyone, the thing that they were looking forward to the most was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> like on the holiday uh, they're like oh yeah i can't wait to get some sleep and like be away from the kids is gonna be great um but yeah we didn't we didn't go crazy uh traditionally you go to like uh strip clubs or or, or you do life drawing or whatever we didn't do any of that um and yeah it was, it was ah, nice okay so so you're you're so it's not like because the way you picture it at that like the culture difference was like you know here I don't think I ever been to a bachelor party, by the way, because I'm pretty sure I bachelor myself for many fucking years. <laughs> you did, uh, uh, <laughs> like literally too much. Anyways, uh, um, like the way you picture it was like here, everybody goes to Vegas, gets yep. drunk, and does yep. stupid shit because it's the last time you could do stupid shit. I guess it's yep. like turning eight, you know, before you turn eighteen, uh, and then. In, you know, England, what you do is, like, you go to a fucking cool-ass country and do cool-ass shit <laughs> for your friend. Like, you, it's like, uh, but now I get it. So, you already did the typical get stupid and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and this yeah, yeah. time, you guys are just older and happens to be that his brother was in a cool country 
and you decided to take him there. Ah, okay. You know what? Like, to be fair, uh, I, ha I was having a conversation somewhere that I was like, nope. Like, it. oh, yeah. So my son is having a birthday party on Sunday. And uh, the parent, uh, I usually talk to them uh, because my son and uh, the kid, they play after school all the time. And the parent goes like, make sure you uh, let me know if you two are coming, you, uh, your partner and and your son, because I got to do a head count. Mm. And I never heard that before. I was like, all right, I thought you usually, which I don't mind. It's fine. And then I started to realize, you know what? Just do two because fuck them. I, I want to be home. I literally don't want to do nothing. And it has gotten to the point that sometimes... I just leave me alone, man. Like, I really don't want to go out. I really don't have like, it goes back to like, I don't have friends. Okay. I have acquaintances. Andy is my friend. You Yay. that you're listening, you're my friend. But do we really hang out? Do we really kick it? Do we really go out for something? I'm at a point that I'm like, even, even Bluey, I'm like, We had to get rid of Bluey. She's just costing me money. She's not doing shit. <laughs> and then my son, the one supposed to take care of her and be next to her all the time and cry for her, doesn't do shit. So I'm like, I'm like, just leave me alone. Let me exercise and cook for myself. And I'll be fine. I'll be happy. I mean, we are getting older. I don't know. But you see, like, we do say that. But there are people our age still kicking it still hanging still doing shit and still like nothing has changed which is fine am i jealous about it no like i really just like today i had like some free time and i just tried to take a nap <laughs> i couldn't take a nap uh, but that was it and i'm okay with it i don't know so are you getting old then is that what you're saying yeah i'm definitely getting old and i think it's like the thing is it was still really nice and still really amazing. And it was great to talk to people. And, and what I kind of realized is that when you don't have like wall to wall activities to do, which is what you traditionally do in bachelor parties, right? You, you basically go, Oh yeah, then we're going to go do this. We're going to go to this um, escape room and then we're going to go go karting and then we're going to go shoot some guns and we're going to go do whatever. And because we didn't do that, we just sat around and we just chatted. Um, and what I realized is a little bit what we, what you and me talked about and what we always talk about in the podcast, which is like, Even though people come from different places, they have different sorts of upbringing, they have uh, come from different countries, have different customs or whatever, like there are universal truths about being a dad. And I think the last time we did this dad do, there would have been, I think there was five of us there and there was only one dad in the group. And now everyone is a dad. And ultimately what happens is people just, you know, when they have a few drinks or it's towards the end of the night and they've had a good time, they basically just start talking about like, oh, you know, traumatic stuff <laughs> or confusing things that they've that they've got or like different uh, difficulties that they've got with their family that they struggle with and stuff like that and kind of set the world straight. And that was really, really cool. Like I haven't done that for a really, really long time. I definitely have the thing that you talk about low, like there's definitely times when, um, 
<laughs> it was it was a term I called it, which is family fuck off days, um, which is basically a day when you tell your family to fuck off and you just chill out and kind of relax a bit. Um, that was in my head. I've never done that. And I've never said that to my wife and the kids. I've, um, well, I don't think I ever was... said it like that. I no, mean... but like, that's kind of the concept, though, right? That's oh, the yeah. concept. I'm not saying that people should do that. And if you don't need to do that, that's, that's great. If you do need to do that, it's important to recognize that about yourself. I mean, I think for me to be away from the kids and my wife for four days, I was just, by the end of it, I was just like, man, I really want to go the fuck home. I just want to spend time with them. Like, I miss my son. I miss my daughter. I miss my wife. Uh, not in that order. It was in any particular order. Um, it, you know, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was kind of weird. And I, even though I was with amazing people who I absolutely adore and um, had an amazing time with them, by the end of it, I just wanted to go home. Um, and I think that's kind of, that's a little bit of the difference, right? Like, I think when men particularly do this, why what, what I notice is that they kind of like it's the grass is greener approach all the time, which is like, oh man, like if I didn't have my family, I could play that game or I could get super buff or I could do whatever. And I think ultimately we just we just need to try and be in the moment um if we can. And it's really, really difficult. Like I I struggle with that the most. What's up guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order that is de la roca d-e-l-a-r-o-c-a but yeah i mean it is you know what to give to give us you know because it's a podcast about that right to give us fucking credit like specifically you and i it's okay to say get the fuck out leave me alone because guess what it's not like i'm going to like get in the car and go to a strip club no i literally like for example yesterday i literally told my son go bug your mom and tell her to play with you (laughs) but let me backtrack yeah i took him to school came home yesterday i had to work three jobs and so i started around six and uh uh yesterday was wednesday on two no no so on tuesday i worked three jobs i forgot what day then i said (laughs) you see i don't even know the fucking days uh and then um so yeah so i worked two jobs yesterday started around six uh i dropped them to school i exercised eight i wash i wash the dishes i clean i cooked uh, I picked them up. I decided it was raining yesterday. It was fucking sad as hell. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you people who rain all the time do, does it, but oh, oh well. Um, then I took him to have In-N-Out, which is a, a hamburger chain uh, here. Nice. We had a good time. Then we came home. He did his homework. I kept working. Then I played with him for an hour. Uh, I forgot what else we did together. So... If it's seven o'clock 
and I'm done with two jobs, and I did everything I just said, and I just want to look at stupid pictures on this app that is called iFunny, leave me there. <laughs> Fuck alone. Go bug your mom and tell her to play with you. Yep. So what I mean is, to give us credit, it's not like we're going out drinking, spending money, no. going to strippers, going on Tinder and looking for other people. Nope. And so if the word says, fuck off, leave me alone, understand that what I mean is like, hey, man, I was like a great ass person for like 10 fucking hours. Give me like <laughs> one hour to myself here yeah. next to you. It's okay. Right? Well, that's why you have two of you, right? That's why there's there's like, um, you know, that's why you have your partner to like swoop in. And help. I mean, I think, you know, it's not just men that can have family fuck off days. Like women can have them as well. Um, there's that awesome Bluey episode. Uh, not to make it a fucking dad podcast and talk about Bluey episodes, but there's that awesome Bluey episode where um, the mum dog Chili basically tells the dad dog Bandit that I've been with the kids all day. Leave me alone. I need an hour. Leave me alone. And then Bandit spends the rest of the episode basically making sure the two kids don't bother the mum. So, like, it's not just a dad thing, but I think it's like it's recognizing that you're about to hit your limit and you just need some adult time is fantastic. Like, that's an amazing skill because not all parents do that, right? Some parents just basically go off on one on their kids, or, you know, I think that's why tablets and Nintendo Switches and tv they do have their place like you know for some kids some kids need them like my 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 son i'm really lucky with my son because i can give him like a puzzle and he'll do it or paint or draw or whatever he'll happily entertain himself um the daughter the kind of the jury's still out on it because she's only just two but to give you an example of our relationships <laughs> since my wife has come back uh i tried to put her to bed tonight um, my wife is back. She was putting my son to bed. And then I take her into the uh, bedroom. I dim the lights, um, you know, take a nappy off, put a new nappy on, put on her pajamas. And then sit down and then give her a drink. And they're about to read her some stories with the light. Uh, we got like a little handheld light thing. And then she goes, Daddy, I don't want Daddy. I want Mummy. I was like, oh, okay, you sure? And she's like, yeah, I want mummy. And then I was like, okay, that's okay. Because I never try and fight it. So I found if you fight it, it goes worse. Um, and then she basically, uh, we're sat in like a, a nursing chair. So it rocks back and forth. She gets down from the chair that I, she sat on my lap. She gets down. She stands by the door. And I'm like, it's okay. You can go get mummy if you want to. And then she opens the door. And then she says daddy stay in this room i'm like okay I'll, I'll stay in there and then she opens the door and then she closes the door behind her <laughs> and goes into my son's room and hangs out with her with her mum while she's um telling uh my son some stories and um it just leaves me in a dark room on my own i'm just like man okay well, that was that was interesting take it uh and <laughs> And then that's it. And then I just go in. I hug them both. And I go, right, okay, no, it's okay. Mommy's putting you guys to bed tonight. It's all good. Um, so yeah, it's it, it definitely helps. And like they they need that as well. But I know that in a few nights' time, they'll 
they'll want me. So it's okay. I mean, we're not saying that moms don't need it. The funny thing is yeah. that this podcast is about two dads. So we're just talking yeah. about us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, to give to give you, I mean, my girl's a different one. She she works with kids and then she comes to a kid. And but that's what she likes. Like we had an argument yeah. one time. I was literally saying this to a a parent that I was kind of pushing my my girl to get a better job. Mm. But then I realized that she didn't want that because she was happy where she was. Yeah. She gets paid nothing, like bad. But that's what she likes. And who am I to say no if I'm able to put a roof, feed the people, and we're healthy, right? So who yeah. who am I to tell somebody that doesn't have to pay bills or is not under the bus or it's just living comfortable blah 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 um not to be happy doing what she's doing right so yeah. what i mean is like she does gets a a time off i mean and i'm actually i'm like the one who pushes it i'm like go take a nap fuck you know like literally go fucking take a nap go to the gym i'm like the one doing it for her but uh yeah. and by the way like it's funny because I do have friends again, but I don't go out at all. So my time off is literally just being by myself. But you guys like actually do uh, do go out with friends and stuff like that. And what I was going to say is like the way my girl will say like, oh, I need time off. It's like she actually has friends, so she will go out with them. Yeah, I'm yeah, in yeah. the other way. It's like literally fuck off. Like. <laughs> take him to taekwondo i need 15 minutes to breathe and then yeah. and then talk to myself and say it's going to be okay you don't have a sickness <laughs> you're not going to get sick <laughs> relax <laughs> breathe that's all i do for like half an hour and then i feel better uh yeah. work with my mental health uh, but to finish this thing up how beautiful was that country was it beautiful like w was that the first time you go to fucking a astra and then austria <laughs> and then um austria. Austria and uh, Austria. my girlfriend said it like nothing like ah, that's like because I, I was like I don't know I, I don't know how I came off but I was like whoa and this is Austria blah 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 and she made it seem like ah they could just take a bus and be there in like two hours <laughs> and I was like fuck oh, I still I like to travel to different countries and look at nature so how was it It was amazing. Uh, so I've been to Germany quite a lot um, through work and well, just through work, really, uh, uh, in a place called Hamburg. I've been um, Dusseldorf, Dresden, loads of places, uh, Bavaria as well, <clears throat> uh, Munich. And it reminded me of Germany, to be honest, Austria. So it's kind of next door to Germany, really similar customs. It is probably the whitest place I've ever been in terms of like ethnic diversity uh which was weird because i like growing up in the uk like you're surrounded by you know we're like um you know we had an empire right and, and everyone towards the end of the empire days a lot of people came here and so you know you got curry houses everywhere and, and and uh chinese takeaways and all this stuff like this explosion of culture which is really really cool um and you know uh it didn't seem to be much of that in austria so i went to vienna which is the capital city of austria um and they had you know It was a really cool place. It was a good place to go. Uh, it wasn't that expensive. Um, 
the cuisine was mostly meat and sausage and potatoes based. Yeah, there I was going to say, so are you talking about like the, the, the food that is not like a lot? So I was literally going to say, so there was three shops, potato, meat and like pretzels. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But what was really interesting is they didn't seem to have like, they definitely had chains. Like you saw Burger Kings and McDonald's in like downtown area of Vienna. But as soon as you got out of Vienna and you started like, we went to like, um, you know, a couple of teeny tiny towns, uh, like near ski resorts and stuff like that. And those places were like, they felt like, when you watch the Band of Brothers World War Two series, uh, and like you see all these these tiny uh, villages that v- GIs kind of like had to visit on their way to fighting the Nazis, it kind of felt like that a lot of the time. Um, like lots of old barn buildings, and like the the architecture is really really pretty. Um, and because I don't believe it was massively bombed during World War Two, a lot of the architecture goes back to like Habsburg Empire and before. So. We're talking like 1800s, 1700s, which is really, really cool. Um, we Everyone spoke English, which was so helpful. There was even a couple of times where... Um, <laughs> oh, that's, I, I, I forgot. Like I'm like looking at you and I'm like, yeah, he doesn't have trouble with the language, but I forgot your language is English. I was yeah, thinking, my language is English. I so forgot like that everyone you, kind of speaks it. I forgot that you guys are language. like the only ones that don't speak like 10 languages in Europe. Yeah we we suck <laughs> we totally suck but like when you go to these countries there's always a thing where like i try and say a few things and and um there's a couple of people in the group that could speak a little bit of german but there was a couple of times where like literally we were trying to talk to people and they'd be like huh and then you'd start talking to them in english and be like oh yeah yeah yeah. so that's like way down there you need to go over there or you can get this so that happened a couple of times and that's always really, really funny um but yeah it was really really cool like if if you went man like you'd be absolutely fine like um loads of people will talk to you everyone's <laughs> what, perfectly welcome hey, what, what are you talking um, about but like no i didn't not what? specifically you but i'm saying like <laughs> an american <laughs> like can go um but yeah you could go i'd go with you um uh, yeah what else but you you would stand out because like not only was it uh like crazily like just white people everywhere which is fine i don't have an issue with that but it's it was it was noteworthy but like everyone's super tall like everyone's super tall so like, so like i'm uh, jose's doing a taking motion which isn't entirely helpful um everyone's super tall so to give you an idea on the debauchery that happened or or, or didn't really happen on this thing we went to a christmas market on the last night to have some glue vine which is like distilled wine and uh some pretzels and pork knuckle i guess no we didn't have that uh just like kebabs and stuff anyway i've never felt so short in a crowd and like i am five eight i guess if we're being charitable yeah uh whereas like you're you know you're five for nothing right so you 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 would struggle a bit but you've got the facial hair so you'd be able to get on like the tool rides and stuff um oh, but uh like, yeah dude, like it's like uh, whether i live in guatemala whether i live in the united states whether i go to austria i stand out no matter what i i Call it whatever, but 
everywhere I go, I'm already used to people looking at me. Like, yeah. and, and when and I mean everyone, like, dogs look at me. Kids look <laughs> at me. Men look at me. White men look at me. Girls look at me. Every, there's always somebody who's going to be looking at me like, either I know you, I seen you, what a weird guy, what are you going to do to me? Can I play with you? Can I lick you? <laughs> That's just a thing. And call it whatever. And what order but, is that? It's the licking one. What order is that? Is that the dog thing or have yeah, we got something yeah. else? Dogs will always <laughs> want to come and play with me. I don't know why yep. kids always want to come and play with me. Yep. Men always look at me. Either I want to do something to you or I want to do something to you. <laughs> uh, girls, I don't know really what they, because I never knew. But yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, yeah, that's, so let's put it this way. I don't want to go to Spain because my, like they will think they owe me uh but austria probably before spain anyways uh oh i forgot we cannot use the sound anymore so ladies and gentlemen we have a little segment called andy's joke and the way it works is that andy tells us a joke and it's up to you to let us know whether the joke is good or bad and you could do so by sending us an email hello at josedelarroca.com it felt so weird without that sound effect if you guys want to go and check out the sound effect go listen to older podcasts right here on spotify <laughs> hey i know what i'm doing here and there hey, you do ladies and gentlemen all the way from austria to England, to United States. Here is Andy with Andy's jokes. So, I spent a long time setting up my PC today, which basically means we're going to go in blind on this section. Uh, but I do have a joke, so it's okay. It's all okay. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> have to do a, 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 a clear my throat today because of the cold it's okay Jose why did the comedian not tell jokes about plane crashes he didn't want a bum that was actually pretty good uh, that, that wasn't the answer but that was funny though yeah it was why doesn't the comedian tell jokes about plane crashes because they don't land well. Yeah, mine's better. Yeah, yours kind of is better. What was it? Because <laughs> they don't want a bomb. Because they don't want a bomb. Oh, man. Can't raise my game. <laughs> Let me tell you about Peanut Crunch. These baked peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. 
I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank, and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it, and when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were, and I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P N U F F.com. P N U F F.com. And use my promo code De La Roca and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut Crunch. P N U F F.com. That is P N U F F.com. Promo code De La Roca. All right, I have a question for you, Dad. Yeah. When is enough? So you have two kids. One Mm -hmm. is older than the other one. Your son is five? Yeah, right? Yep. Uh, Check your Google Calendar. Make sure he's five. Uh, (laughs) That's Andy, ladies and gentlemen. I checked earlier today. Yeah, he's five. He's a little... He's getting older. He's getting to a point where, like, he understands life. Right. And so when is enough, Andy? Like how many times do you have to tell your kid to stop doing something nicely? How many times do you have to uh, tell him to stop it because otherwise they're not going to get his favorite food? How many times do it has to be? At what point you just fucking flip and it's okay? Uh, it's, so there is a thing. And by the way, flipping like, for me became yeah. to like, you know what, man, this is it. Today stops. And if you keep doing it, we're, I'm just going to start throwing everything that you have in the <laughs> fucking trash. And that was literally my high pitch that I told them. And that's how I did it because yeah. it was enough. Anyways, continue. So for me, the only thing, so my son's gotten a lot better. The only thing that he does that, that ticks me off a lot now is like when it comes to food, if there's something that's slightly out of the ordinary that he hasn't tried before, he won't just say, no, I don't want it. He'll react viscerally and flail arms and legs and be like, oh, no, I can't have it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Um, and that is crazy because it's gotten to a stage where like literally today it was offering him a yogurt with some chocolate biscuits <laughs> that's like inside the yogurt. It was like one of those Muller corners. Like, they're delicious. They're amazing. And I was like, hey, you know, let's try this. Yeah, we, we've got a, a slight snack. You and me can eat it together. And he was like, no, I don't want to try it. No, and it was just like, I didn't want to flip, but I was just like, this is crazy. Like, if this is just, this is just completely unreasonable. It's like, it's chocolate. It's a good thing. It's got like vanilla in it. It's like totally not a problem. So I said to him, look, man, it's totally okay. If you don't want it, that's fine. I'll eat all of it. It's delicious, but you're not getting anything else before dinner. This is your snack. So you either have it or you don't have it. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll try some. And then he tried some. And he was like, okay, cool. You tried your one spoon. Do you want to keep trying it? And he was like, yeah, I'd like to have some. And then he's like, his tears dry and he's, he's okay. And then after two months, he's like, I don't want any more. And I was like, okay. And then me, me and my daughter had it while she was doing a puzzle. 
And it's just things like that where it's just like things they they don't like when they're five, they just don't have a filter. So everything is like raw, like and everything is like that. That is his reaction. That's his anxiety kicking in about food or whatever. Um, and kind of had a choice of like either like flipping out and going, Come on, man, what's wrong with you? So this is gonna be great, or just going, Okay, that's cool. Um, and like a, a little bit what I talked about a couple of podcasts ago, like I've kind of learned that the more that you increase the energy of a scenario they they will just always increase it further so if you try and calm it down which god sometimes it's really hard um what happens is that the energy just comes out of the room a little bit but yeah it is it is difficult like there's um you know there are there are things uh which you know i've had to go into a rather other room and just like talk to myself like what's going on this is so weird what the hell's going on this why is he doing this and this and that but it's just they're just you can't really this is gonna sound really mean but you because they can't deal with the emotion of it and like if you have a track record of forcing them or asking them forcefully what you want them to do but they don't want to do it like you just like what can you do you can't force them to do it so it's easier just to kind of like just explain to them the scenario but you kind of have to wait um you know uh yeah but yeah but i guess like at what point it's okay to go nuts and by the way i don't think because otherwise i would have done it already i don't think i would ever hit my son because otherwise trust me i would have spanked his ass already but i don't think i i ever gonna do it because no uh I just but, think it's pointless. But, this is the thing. Like, no, it doesn't what, achieve anything, even if you do it. But at what point you, like, then grab all his toys and just throw them in the trash? You know, because mm. you, you, you need to make a statement. Because, for example, it's and we're not talking about, like, uh, not cleaning his face. Or, he was just doing stupid shit. Like, that it, it was... He he keeps he keeps doing things that is affecting other people, me mm. and my wife. And I, I, at some point I was, and then I had to tell my partner. I was like, "All right, he's never gonna listen to me, so you say it." So he was literally, you know, his mom was telling him to stop doing that because it was affecting us. He turns around. And he comes back to the living room like nothing to start watching his his uh, TV that he paused. And then, because he's not focusing again, he throws all the Cheerios everywhere and all his food. And that's another thing that we've been saying it forever. So when yeah. that happened, I flipped. And that's when I said, today is the day, man. After today, a toy goes to the trash every time you don't do something because this because two days before he forgot to bring one little page of of homework you know what he did when he discovered that he said ouch yeah he said ouch and then he came to me he's like almost ready to cry and he was oh my god i for and i'm like how the fuck you don't get like that when you do stupid shit here at home Okay. So your priorities are, you know, I don't, you never forget at homework. You're so smart and you're, why are you flipping out 
because you made a mistake by forgetting a homework. But yet, you don't do shit that we ask you to do, right? Yeah. So it's like, I don't... And so that that's what I was... Like, at what point you start just throwing all his fucking Legos away and put a scar on his mind? So he fucking starts doing what he's supposed to be doing. And by the way, like I told him, man, we're not trying to make your life difficult. We're telling you to do these things. So when you get older, you're not unorganized. You focus on the task and finish it and improve as a coworker because also, and you care about other people because what you're doing is affecting your mom and myself. And if you continue being like that, you're never going to find a right partner. You're not going to have a, a, a partner because the partner is going to be like, you do everything and you don't think about me. Things like that in the future, right? So it's not like we're making him like work 24-7, you know, yeah, yeah, making yeah. iPhones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, so at what point is like, you know what? We're just going to throw everything in front of your face. Maybe that's how you learn. So I I over-rationalize everything, which for like a five-year-old is really tough because they're irrational. But like your your son's a bit older, but I my son's kind of the same. Like schoolwork to him is almost everything. And he's super amazing at school. Like the reports are really good. But when he comes home, like he kind of like lets it all hang out, so to speak, and like doesn't really you know, relaxes and it's like everything's a little bit of an effort to get him to pick up his toys or do whatever. Um, but that's okay because ultimately he's kind of spent after school, right? And the home is the safe place. So it's a real tricky balance, that thing, because you want them to get into good habits. To be honest, mate, what I'm going to tell you is the only way to solve that is by having another kid <laughs> and they can like see what uh when the other kid isn't 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 tidy and isn't you uh doesn't do what they should be doing and then they're like oh yeah that's what that looks like when someone does that oh that's weird and then they kind of like see it and they start doing better so like my son's amazing to his sister he'll help his sister get up on top of the bed so they can both jump on the bed he will like tidy away her puzzles after she's done with them like he's awesome um so yeah i think like the way i rationalize it if is if the worst that they are is at home and not at school then i think that's kind of okay it kind of sucks for your home life a little bit because like you have to you know you, you have to be the enforcer a little bit and you have to try and get them to do stuff but at the same time, like they're learning, they're paying attention. And like the fact that he's really sad when he doesn't do his homework, that's awesome. That's really, really, really good. Uh, and my son's like that as well. But um, give you an example. I am late a lot. I am late to so many things all the time. I am late to this podcast recording. I somehow got a plane on time with three other people. Like I don't even know how I did that. Um and there's been a couple of times where I've been late to pick up my son. Only a few minutes here and there, nothing major. But obviously, that's quite like stressful for your son or daughter if you turn up to school. Like they see all the other kids leave with, parent, with their parents, and they're like the last one. That's quite stressful. But when my son's, when I, that's happened, my son is like, "Oh, don't worry, daddy. It's okay. It's only a few minutes. You were fine. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's cool." And he's done that to me a couple of times, which is amazing. 
Um, whereas in my head, I'm like, Jesus, man, you need to get there on time. Like every other fucking parent gets there on time. Why can't you get there on time? So, you know, you just have to like, I literally have a book, um, that's available to me at all time as a notebook. And I write like things about my son that are amazing, like little moments that have happened. And when I'm like, oh man, he's, you know, we're doing this wrong. He's doing that wrong. We're raising an absolute monster, whatever. I look at this book. And I read those top things that are on there. It's like, don't get me wrong. It's not a massive book. There's like 20 things in it. And um, I read them and it makes me feel better. And it makes me feel like I'm doing okay. Because I think as a parent, sometimes you, you're second guessing yourself all the time. And because you see them all the time and you don't see the other dickheads that they're at school with, you can't really get an idea of how good they are, right? Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of my thing. I mean, who knows? Like he could be, he could grow up and be Hitler. I mean, I have no idea. But at the moment, we're doing okay so that's the thing and i i'm sure it's the same with your son as well it's just like it's just difficult hey i don't care about anybody else but him and he better be fucking straight up baby uh <laughs> you gave me a good idea though yeah. i should be late a couple of times on purpose because i i'm never late like right now we're about to wrap this up because i gotta go pick him up and i'm still yeah, gonna be yeah. early for 10 minutes but i should be late a couple of times like or like hide and look at his face and then be like i've been here for 20 minutes how did that fucking feel (laughs) exactly that's how you make me feel when you don't because i actually don't want to say what he's been doing because it's kind of yeah yeah it's nothing weird or bad it's just let's just say he shouldn't be doing it uh he's he's a great kid but yeah we don't like one thing and he better stop anyways uh all right it's thanksgiving here so if you're listening to this and you're having dinner or you just had dinner and you're listening to this because you don't want to talk to your family we appreciate it (laughs) we're here for you (laughs) uh happy thanksgiving to everybody um uh, i hope you guys having a great time uh i hope you're having pumpkin pie have pumpkin pie uh, if you live in the United States or particularly in California, best pumpkin pie ever. Portos has it. Then also Costco has really good pumpkin pie. Uh, Trader Joe's has a good pumpkin cheesecake. So go try that too. Uh, any last thoughts and goodbyes? Uh, there is an awesome Kevin Smith uh, mental health video that's out there. Uh, I think if, if you Google Kevin Smith on YouTube, uh, it's Search on YouTube, Kevin Smith, uh, mental health. You, you'll get it. It's uh, about six months old. It's a video from people. It's really, really good. Recommend that. Uh, and then, yeah, just thank you to everyone that, that, that put up with me on the recent uh, weekend to Vienna. It was absolutely awesome. Um, so, yeah. Thank you ever so much. Yeah, shout out to your boy for second try, I guess. But, you know, you went to Austria. Yay. Yeah, My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca, and you guys have been listening to Dad without a dad I mean if you guys really want me to say what he has done you know he has 